It's time to be funny on internet again, Dan. Hello. I mean, we're talking on the internet because of circumstances beyond our control, but people could be listening on the internet or on their phones, which is 5G kind of internet, or in their car, or any number of places or smart devices. I mean, don't limit things here. We're talking to the world. Let's just put it that way. Oh, the men seeking tomahawks are talking to the world once again. Hope you guys are doing great. It's Jack Drastic. It's Danny Franks. And uh, Dana, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Did your mom and dad sit you down and have you have the talk with you? The the birds and the bees and that whole thing? Jumping right into it. No, I, you know, I think I was given a book, an 800 page picture book. I think oh. that was the way I uh, figured things out. I think I might have stole a book with pictures and got into a lot of trouble. Different kind we, of book, I'm, I'm guessing. Without you going into too much detail about the book, I, I believe it was a different type. We all figured out that Jack had figured it out. So, not to give it all away, but yes, this evening, the uh, this episode is going to be the Porn Talk Hat Trick. Three bizarre and unusual stories from the world of adult entertainment. So I guess we can put a warning on this one. Not necessarily, I don't think it's going to get into like graphic detail, but it does, there are chances of some adult conversations coming up. So just be warned. You know, I don't intend on making it graphic, but I need to go ahead and reveal that in in the spirit of, of this broadcast and understanding what's going on here, I went ahead and utilized the power of the Men Seeking Tomahawks supercomputer. Hold on, let me get her started up. Okay. Uh oh. And it's uh, sorry, it's a weed whacker engine. So I think I can get to power it. And um, I've actually utilized the MST supercomputer to hack into Dan's browser. And for the people at home, is that what just, is that what's happening on yeah, my screen you're hacked, here? man, by us. And I am a. I wanted to go ahead and, and let the people know, just to look inside the, the mind of, of Dan. Uh, we want to look at Dan's, let's see, let's type it out a little bit. Dan's. Uh, and when I opened that email, I thought I was just entering to win a Dan's, contest. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan's top three porn searches oh, brought to you by Men Seeking Tomahawks. So, uh, Supercomputer, you ready? You good? Okay, it's good. Uh, the number three most searched porn term by Danny Franks is Latina. Dan, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. It's 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 Latinx. The uh, preferred nomenclature now is is Latinx. Come on. What are you, David Letterman here with the uh, countdown? Look, it's the computer format. Look, I didn't understand it, but I'm I'm just going with it. The number two most searched term in Dan Franks' browser: entrepreneur. That, is that accurate, Dan? That doesn't make much sense to me. We all have our own. We all have our own interests. And uh, drum roll, computer. There we go. The number one most searched adult term in Dan Franks's browser is Jack Drastic. Never know what's gonna what's gonna pop up. You have to check often. So I'm that's. Uh, I think that explains Hashtag the volume. Hashtag humbled, Dan. Thank you. You just had to ask, though. That's all you had to do. You just had to ask. 
I mean, sometimes a discovery in the wild Good is more point. exciting. Point taken, Dan. All right. So, guys, we're going to jump right into it. Thanks for that. Yeah. For no, sharing. no. Thank you for uh, unwillingly sharing, Dan. Um, so, we're going to get right into the hat trick. Our uh, Here's the teaser for you. Our first two stories in this upcoming segment. Uh, you'll never guess who owns a porn. And politics, Bigfoot erotica, and you. But first, let's uh, let's hope this uh, this musical artist is okay with this sort of smut being incorporated with these scoundrels. Uh, it's PG thirteen. It, it will keep Come it there. On. It's fine. Don't uh, you know earmuffs, kids? Earmuffs. So let's uh, let's get into some musical interludes, shall we? By uh, delving into some experimental art pop from Rochester, New York. This is Arvid with the song "Windows" right here on Men Seeking Tomahawks. winner of a whole mess of free MST swag. That's stuff we all get. Go to at MSTomahawks on Twitter.com, say hello, and the next lucky winner could be you. And with that, back to you, Jack. Thank you, Dan. That that musical song, that beautiful, beautiful music we just heard, that was Arvid with the track Windows. Uh, that's a little bit of experimental art pop. 
from the Rochester area, Dan. I liked that. I hope you did too. Yeah, you know, we have the links over at menseekingtomahawks.com, and I encourage you to check out his YouTube and his whole YouTube channel because I, uh, during the break, checked out a number of his songs, and they're good. They're all good. I like, I like, the, I like the cover art, too. It's nifty. All right, Dan, let's talk about adult entertainment, shall we? I can't we? wait. So um, story number one of our little porn talk hat trick, Dan. Venture a guess, if you will, what would be one of the most random uh, people or entities out there that you could think of who would actually own the, the rights to an adult film? I mean, it would have to be some sort of like kids toy or educational product, something like that. That, that would be the direction I would think. And that is the direction we're taking here, Dan, because I am here to alert the listener and you that one maker of Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, a little bit of Tetris for you, the fine folks at Nintendo have spent their money, their yen, on some filth. Dan. Is this like a 16-bit filth or maybe uh, like N64? Do we have 64-bit filth? Like what What are we talking here? You know, it's it's bad. It's bad for so many reasons. Uh, I don't know if it's if it's 16-bit bad, but this is a, this is a little bit of a dated story. Now, all, all, all of these stories are going to be a little bit dated, but I feel like they're so dated that maybe they, they missed people's radar. Maybe worth revisiting, okay? So, yes, uh, Nintendo actually owns two movies. The, the, the movies in question are called Super Horneo Brothers 1 and Super Horneo Brothers 2. Yes, they own the complete saga, Dan. <laughs> I don't think I ever played either of those games. Those didn't come <laughs> on the system side. <laughs> you know, you, you remember yeah. when you had the... you, you had Most people in, at my age group either had like super nintendo or sega and oftentimes they had very different games on each oh, yeah. one so you would play the games on whatever system you had and the ones that your friends had like that would be the game you would play when you went over to their house or they would talk about it, and you're like oh never played that one so super horneo brothers those are two i've not played before. i miss those two dan and there's probably good reason because they they didn't actually they didn't actually end up making video games uh, versions of these two cinematic masterpieces. Although, Dan, if you're you know if, if you're working on your programming skills, that that might be a good a good game for you to uh, to develop for us. You know, seems like an opportunity. Maybe M- an MST <clears throat> original. So here's the craziness behind this story, Dan. Um, I I don't know if you remember this. But uh, way back in the 90s, there was a film adaptation of the Super Mario Brothers. It had uh, the great, the late great Bob Hoskins from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Hook. I mean, that guy was money. It also had the late great John Leguizamo, a funny, funny guy, and the late great Dennis Hopper. Wow, there's lots of lots of dead people in this story now. This is quickly depressing me, but... Uh, huge, huge names in their own rights. Uh, the movie, though, was terrible. Do you do you remember this movie? No, I might be getting it mixed up. Didn't they have a TV show as well that was based around the Super Mario uh, Brothers the Super Brothers. Show? 
You bet. But these were these were completely different, right? No shared cast or anything like that. No, not in the least. This was a live action version of the Super Mario Brothers, and uh, I remember being taken to the theaters and being wowed because my you know ten year old brain didn't know any better. But this this was a bad movie. It was real bad. What's our Rotten Tomato score here? Um, pomegranate. How about Jack? How about we call it? Ooh, this is not gonna bode well for future viewing uh 24 on the tomato meter so that's the expert picks now the audience liked it a lot more 29 percent. so we had a five percent more of the audience liked it and that's uh you know sometimes you look at these art films and you say well there's only a few hundred people that rated it so you know you can't really take that rating uh, you got to take it with a grain of salt no this has over a hundred thousand audience scores and yeah 29 percent. so not not super fresh as far as Rotten well, Tomato goes. So this hurt. This hurt, right? Nintendo, this is their first foray into the the cinematic world. And uh, this this did not they did not take this lightly to the effect that when they received word that a pornographic film, a big budget pornographic film, was coming on the hills of this flop that uh, they needed to do something. Now, the the porno version of it, Super Horneo Brothers, stars one uh, one Ron Jeremy, Dan. Of he course plays a character called Squeegee. And I'm not giving you... Oh, I always pictured him for more of a Mario kind of guy. Right, right, maybe. I'm, uh, I'm not going to give you any more details if... Uh, uh, because you don't need them. It's it's bad. I there's there are highlights of some of the acting out there, and uh, it is it's it's something else. That's about the best I can say. Probably, if I had to rate it, I don't know that I'd rate it much higher or much different than the fine folks at Rotten Tomatoes uh, rated the cinematic, the the non-adult uh, cinematic release. And now, clarify, this was not produced or done by Nintendo. This was done without their permission. Correct. And so, you have a bomb of a movie that they did license, right? And they're looking at this movie saying, this is bad. <laughs> right? This is bad. And we need to we need to clean up our licensing situation because if, if we, being we, being the Nintendo, want to maybe make movies in the future we need to not let our brand get dragged through the dirt. And so they went after super Horneo brothers and purchased the rights to, uh, to the whole thing, Dan, they both the, the, the complete saga, they got the rights to it, Dan. And uh, as far as the, uh, the lore behind this crazy ass story is concerned, Nintendo has buried these movies forever. They are, they are like the uh, the ET cartridges that Atari buried in the New Mexico desert. We are we are not to be seeing these ever again. And uh, you know this is kind of history making. As my fast fingers uh, Wikipedia this thing, it says Ron Jeremy, who you mentioned, uh, he notes in an interview that such buying of porn parodies to halt distribution are unheard of. So I guess this is rather common for pornography companies to do parodies of famous movies, of television shows. 
and it's probably one of the best things about porn right is like the funny knockoff version like just the titles right i guess so <laughs> i guess so um but yeah so it sounds like this is not a common story you know you'd think maybe you know someone i don't know i'm sure there's pirates of the caribbean ripoffs and things like that but it sounds like those companies just kind of let them go it's parody there's a, a law in the u.s where you can parody songs and movies and stuff so there's not really any legal basis for shutting these down so the best you could do i guess in nintendo's eyes is just buy it and don't let anyone see it again interesting buy it buy it and bury it that's that's what happened here dan okay dan quite a story quite a story to lead off with right uh our next story we're gonna get political here uh-oh. Which we do not like to do. Two weeks in a row, Mr. Baseball. No, no, no. No, that's baseball is baseball, Dan. This is something entirely different indeed because uh, Dateline 2018. We're going to go back in the Wayback Machine and we're going to take a look at the 2018 U.S. House race in Virginia. Now, this race was... A doozy. It was uh, the two competitors here are one Leslie Cockburn, the Democrat, and her Republican challenger is a man named Denver Riggleman. So Real you name? got some names. Yeah, uh, neither. Uh, it doesn't seem like both of them seem like they just uh, kind of came up with what they did. So this was a hotly contested race. And uh, there's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of things that at this point several years later just seem to be ho-hum part of it um one of the first being that the democratic candidate uh accused her opponent of supporting white supremacy i feel like that record that record gets played every once in a while right the the following record does not get played very often because following the white supremacy accusations democrat leslie cockburn uh sparked a twitter frenzy by sharing a curious drawing apparently taken from rival denver riggleman's instagram showing a bigfoot like creature with its genitals obscure obscured by a censored sign riggleman was uh oh this is a quote right from uh from cockburn Riggleman was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist uh, where she's referring to a tweet uh, referring to a video showing her opponent hitting the campaign trail with Isaac Smith co-founder of the white supremacist national group unity and security for America. Now she continues. He has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. Dan, I as uh, as the person that you have willed as uh, the person who is supposed to purchase your tombstone, your headstone, uh, I'm giving you this promise now that uh, devotee of Bigfoot erotica <laughs> most likely will make will make the editorial cut. You have no basis for that statement, sir. None of that is true. Yes. So yeah, this. Uh, so who won this, the election? Uh, Riggleman. Did uh, did Mr. Bigfoot? Uh, win don't it? hold. Just hold on <laughs> a second. Right. Because I can't wait. You know, having our time travel uh, capabilities here of being in 2021 and reading a story like this from 2018, that you, you you just hold on to that. Hold on to your seat, Dan. 
So yes, um, Riggleman, uh, who after this whole thing became uh, visible out there in the media, his Instagram went private. You know, I guess that's a good, probably the first thing I would do, right? No, wait, the first thing I would do is not be involved in Bigfoot erotica. But shortly thereafter, I would make my Instagram private. So there's an image showing Riggleman's face superimposed on a drawing of Bigfoot, which has its genitals censored. <laughs> and the, uh, the caption said, my buddies thought this pick was fitting for my birthday next week. What? And then, yes, this that is his caption, Dan, to uh, a Bigfoot dong pick. He says, uh, my buddies thought this pick was fitting for my birthday and to celebrate my new book release in about a month or two, Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. Riggleman, until recently, had been promoting a self-published book with the same Mating Habits of Bigfoot title on Facebook. He has since deleted the page. So, yes, um, this guy has a really weird history and fascination he is published and he's been caught in these weird situations where he may or may not be really into bigfoot right <clears throat> now reading this article this is an article from 2018 some observations for you dan the first one for me being that uh you know i i really hate how often a lot of uh news stories go into twitter you know like, I just feel like you could sculpt whatever story you want to based off of the millions and millions of people who tweet whatever. That being said, I do think it's funny because a lot of the tweets in this story have to do with people in 2018 considering 2018 to be a dumpster fire. And being that I'm a future man from 2021, just seeing them talk about how bad 2018 <laughs> is, I'm like... Oh, you sweet summer child. You uh you just have no idea. Can we go back to just Riggleman and his Bigfoot obsession and like make that the craziest thing happening we'll, in our, our we'll absolutely politics trade. right like, now? Just, the whole world. Like we'll take your 2018 world and we'll give you the 2021 world and we'll make that trade all day. So so is he is he have cuz you know obviously there's Bigfoot sightings and people that, like does he have personal experience or sightings because oftentimes i think obsessions like this start with if you feel like you saw the loch ness monster or you feel like you saw bigfoot or you feel like you saw a ufo right like is riggleman <laughs> i'm laughing because i can't see i'm i know that you're trying to connect dots here but in my head all i could see is like some guy who saw ufo ufo and now he's like just want to see that ufo's dick man like i just well, okay, I, I understand it's a porn episode, so you're, like, trying to tie it all back to that. But I'm just thinking, like, I just want to see it stuff, man. Like, I just got to see it. Is that what you're doing here? You're just... Okay. You're like, look... No, I'm just saying, like, for because obviously like he's obsessed Dan with Bigfoot. Dan is admitting and something. Then, you know, Dan is admitting something right now. Dan is like, Jack, you need to lay off of us Bigfoot people. Like, I, I don't want to... I just, just, just... Like, look, there's very important. Usually we don't become obsessed with Bigfoot until we see Bigfoot. Let's just start there. There's, I think the word obsessed is the key thing here is like, what exactly does that obsession mean? And to your question, yes, Riggleman co-wrote a book uh, sometime in the aughts called 
Bigfoot Exterminators Incorporated, the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of Monster Hunt 2006. So to answer your question, I think so. I think that he at one point had some involvement with the Bigfoot and, you know. Luckily, this person I'm sure lost and is not now a member of Congress, right? Oh, Dan. So before we get to the payoff here, because you're you're antsy for that payoff. I hear you. I want to know if this guy is uh, leading our country. I, I have one more observation that I thought was really funny. So. The not only did I think it was funny that 2018 people thought they were living in the bad place, but there was also people on Twitter that were actually criticizing his opponent for kink shaming, kind of like what I think you were just trying to do to me. But basically, like people were like, whoa, 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 like this guy's a white. Okay, like the white supremacy thing. Yeah, that's bad. But like, come on, just ease off, ease off the Bigfoot erotica, man. Like, uh, you know, we're people, too. So is he a Republican, it seems like that's something that would be frowned upon. I don't know. For various reasons. I don't. I'm not. Old Denver. I keep forgetting his first name is Denver. Denver Riggleman. That just adds to the story, right? Denver Riggleman and Leslie Cockburn. Like, I just can't. You can't make this stuff up. So, yes, Dan, to your to your point, uh, Riggleman did win. Which is astounding because, yes, it sounds uh, at least the the little bit of information I have here, given uh, these articles that are well dated, it doesn't seem like, you know, it just seemed like there was a lot of things that could have gone wrong for him, and they didn't. And this is a weird track record, man, because uh, you got the white supremacy thing, then you got the Bigfoot thing, and then he did lose. Ultimately, he is out of out of Congress now, and. From what I gathered from his Wikipedia, it seems like he was one of the few people that actually took on QAnon from the Republican Party. Like he actually was vocal against it. And so I'm I'm just gonna guess that probably didn't win him, you know, tinfoil hat people, right? But just that think about that. Like you got white supremacy, Bigfoot porn, and but I'm anti QAnon. Like that's a that is an interesting cocktail, you know, if I do say so myself. <laughs> so he's out there saying, Hey, Bigfoot, that could be real. And like these pictures, they might be real pictures of Bigfoot without any clothes on, right? But, you know, the, the Pizza Gate, like, don't don't believe that. Like, don't believe the pizza parlor story. And yeah, interesting. Man, Here's the other interesting thing because often when someone's in office and they lose office, they're losing in the general election. You know, this Denver, he's a Republican. Usually they would lose in the general election to. A Democrat, but it looks like he was actually primaried, and another Republican took his spot in the general election, and he lost. So maybe. Hmm. So 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 here's a question for you, Jack: Did he lose his yes. favor within his own party because of the QAnon shun shunning, or because of the Bigfoot dong belief and shots? Either on way, Instagram. like maybe either, maybe the voters were already friends with him on Instagram, so they still saw all the future uh, posts. He made it private, but maybe. once someone's your friend, they can see it all. Yeah. Either way, Denver Riggleman had more time for stuff. Stuff. You think Dan. Leslie? Hopefully, she's okay. I mean, rather traumatic to if you're going to lose to lose to this guy. That had to that had to hurt. 
That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, this guy couldn't even. I'm taking this a, guy got primaried the next year, but yeah. he beat her. Uh, poor Leslie. And actually, good you know, it was, a close, it was a close race. Actually, you know, looking back at it, uh, yeah, you know, fifty-three percent to forty-six percent. Okay, mm. here's a hypothetical. Sure. Did the Bigfoot stories help him win? Did he get more votes? Were there crossover votes? Were there people in the middle? Were there moderates that are Bigfoot believers or just kind of felt that, you know, kind of tingle in their tummy when they saw these pictures and that put them over the edge? And maybe Denver didn't release enough Bigfoot erotica two years later to keep his seat. And that's why he lost the reelection. Kind of makes you think really does i wonder if bigfoot voted for riggleman i mean he kind of had to right does he hey this this guy (laughs) i mean right it's it's a crime now like if someone shares photos with you of themselves oh yeah personal sharing you you don't have the right to share those personal private photos to the world so maybe Bigfoot kind of wish we had maybe Bigfoot sexted him and he published these sexted pictures on his Instagram yeah. and maybe he should be in jail for this. Maybe this goes far if beyond only, losing the election. If only we had a bit this week. You know what I'm saying? Like geez. I mean it just writes this stuff writes itself. Bigfoot dude. could be Denver could be Denver's uh, you know his uh, campaign whoa, manager. Whoa, 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 Easy, easy. I don't know where you were going with that one. <laughs> Jesus, Dan. All right. That's a lot of story. I think our hat trick is off to a fine start. Two. Can you believe any of this, Dan? It's all true. Can you be- like, it's, all, it's all true. It's all true. And guys, coming up next, I'm going to tell you what my favorite video on Pornhub is. We might have to bump that rating rating up. I think, I think it's going... Going NC seventeen. What? Ooh. Maybe the the triple the triple one. We'll do that. All right, guys. Coming up next, my favorite video on Pornhub, and possibly a bonus story. You know, if you're a good boy, if you eat all your vegetables. Uh, but before that, we do have more musical interlude for you. Uh, this time, a little bit of chip tunage, some video game rock from Houston, Texas. This is Save State Corrupted with the uh, title track to their album, Amelia, right here on Men Seeking Tomahawks.
Save State Corrupted. A little bit of chip tune video game rock from Houston with roots in New Jersey. What's up, boys? I know that story. I know how that whole H Town Jersey thing happens. I've been there. I know that story. So if you want to hear more from Save State Corrupted, or if you'd like to hear anything else from any of the musicians on our show today or any other old day, go to menseekingtomahawks.com. <clears throat> All right, Dan. I mean, we're, we're two-thirds of the way there, and it's been a lot of fun. We've had a little bit of everything, a little video game talk that wasn't at all related to video games and a little uh, Bigfoot talk that took Bigfoot to the next level so I'm ready to see where we're uh, where we're going to throw our hats on the rink here yeah I see you're pulling that hat up you got the you got a little tilted Never ready see it to again. just pull off and flip right on the ice there I see it okay so our third to complete the hattie our third story this evening is uh a little bit of me confiding in you. I just want you to know, Dan, I've always wanted to tell you what my favorite video on Pornhub was. <laughs> okay. Um, should we uh, call for earmuffs here? Yes. Everybody who's not Dan, <laughs> just stop listening. No, I'm just kidding. Stop. I'm just kidding. I think my favorite video on Pornhub has to be <clears throat> the hit musical Hamilton. Because Dateline, 2017, Dan, people, those pesky people, keep uploading Hamilton to Okay, Pornhub. so is this because in, in the first part of this hat trick, we talked about how a legitimate brand, Super Mario Brothers, had a parody that was uploaded to various places. <laughs> but you're saying this is, the, this is not a parody uh-huh. of Hamilton. This is a, the actual movie Hamilton. Hold on a second. Search for Hamilton porn parody. Okay, sorry, sorry. I had to write. Okay, I'd so write something down. Since now. you're writing that down as a note that you uh, are gonna enjoy later on. No, this is not that. This is not that, Dan. Uh, people uh, <laughs> and like I don't. I don't, I need to know your familiarity with this whole situation here. But basically, you know, Hamilton a few years ago. If you're not familiar, it was a musical it was like a hip-hop musical uh show about the founding fathers is that about accurate right and it was a huge hit couldn't see it anywhere really except if you had these astronomically priced tickets off broadway and so pornhub users are kind of hilarious like there's i don't know how familiar familiar you are with this but there's actually like a subreddit that's dedicated solely to funny pornhub comments like there's a lot of ridiculous people who do some pretty brilliant things on pornhub and i'm not talking about sexual things i'm talking about just straight up funny stuff I mean, obviously, I'm familiar with the concept of the website, but <laughs> yes, go on the comment section. Like, so people, you're telling me people go to the said site, said Pornhub site, yeah. and they spend their time in the comment section, like raising their hand. Hi, I, this is my profile, and I'm watching these videos. So, are these re- like 
okay, I understand this. This is obviously like a like a gag that people are uploading this video and maybe like commenting on this video. But you're saying there's like people that actually go to other videos that are not gag videos on this site and converse with one another? I don't even want to call it that. I want to say that people go to Pornhub and churn out comedy gold. If you just do a little bit of searching for this and you're going to find the funny. It's there. It's 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 worth it. Um, and this, Honey, that's the only reason I go to that website is just to check out the comments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's for the show. It's for the – babe, listen. It's for the good of the show, right? Jack told me about Bigfoot, and next thing I know, gosh. I'm watching Hamilton. Yeah, I don't have Disney Plus, so I can't watch Hamilton. This is the only place we can see Hamilton. Listen, there, there's, listen, listen, babe. There's one Bigfoot video on Disney Plus, and his junk is not censored. I'm, I'm not, in, I'm not into this whatsoever. So, oh, I'm stupid. So, okay, <clears throat> people are uploading Hamilton to Pornhub. Uh, they give it uh, such titles as revolutionary twinks have historical fun and revolutionary boys get dirty on american politics so you know i think that's great i think i think that's just phenomenal i really do there's some sort of uh like rating system on this website where people can uh don't act like you're not because familiar, obviously Dan. this is no. one of the highest rated this is one of the highest rated musicals and and turned into feature films right. of all time. I'm just wondering if people on that site kind of feel the same way. I think they, they likely do, but I'm sure that this stuff gets taken off or did get taken off because we're talking pirated copies of the theatrical version, right? So whatever, like cell phone footage from 2017, whatever that looks like at this point, God knows. So funny story though, right? And that's, and there it is. Hats are on the rink. Everybody is stopped down. The uh, the Zamboni guy is picking up hats. We did it, Dan. We did the porn hat trick. That's it. Now I'm like looking at the door, waiting for some crazy uh, friend of ours that we've never met before to pop in. Oh, I mean, yeah. are we? Uh, is there a knock at the window? Is there someone at the door? Sorry, is man, there no. an alarm going off? A phone ringing? No. You know what? No. But guess what? Bonus content. Sometimes you gotta okay. you gotta improvise because sometimes. That you know the friends aren't showing up and and uh, you got to have the- nobody wants to touch the show with a ten foot pole. This episode, it's like this episode scared all the friends away. I didn't think of that. That might have been what just happened. So Dan, I don't know why they would be so afraid because all this story is about is good news about the singer who made our favorite song to tuck it to. I mean. <laughs> Why would it have to give me more details than that? Why would anybody want to distance themselves from that? So, Dan, when I ask you about uh, songs that make you think about tucking, what what does that list look like for you? I mean, and I know it's probably a long list, but just give us like the top seven for you. There's only two movies I remember this concept being exercised. Can you explain what the concept is? Because I I don't know. Just playing radio here. It's a man. Uh-huh. It's a man uh, doing an exercise that basically uh, portrays themselves, their front bottom, as that of a woman. Okay. So things are uh, things are put away. So the two movies, yeah, things are hidden. Okay. 
Uh, the two movies are Silence of the Lambs and then, believe it or not, Scary Movie 2. One of the Waynes brothers actually practices uh, yes. this this uh, tucking practice in Scary Movie 2. And it's, a, the, it's funny because the two scenes are very – it's the same practice, mm-hmm. but Silence of the Lambs is not a funny movie. And this is not a funny scene. Right. Whereas Scary Movie 2, it's a very hilarious moment. That's true. But if we had to put – Scary movie franchise on one side of the scale and Silence of the Lamb on the other side of the scale. We're, I guess we're all on the of the mind that it's going to do this, right? Like Silence of the Lambs just vaulted scary movie into space, right? And just in terms of quality, I think it's a little more, uh, yeah, a little more well-known situation on Silence of the Lambs. Indeed, and I think what made that scene was Goodbye Horses, the uh, eerie, uh, ready-for-soundtrack song track by uh, Q. Lazarus. So Q. Lazarus, uh, the the singer from that band, you know, that band just was meteoric, right? That movie, that song, I mean, that catapulted them to uh, huge, huge heights. And and then the singer kind of disappeared from uh, just completely went into obscurity. And so this is an interesting story. And this story started to kind of circulate around 2018 that, uh, you know, people were trying to figure out what had happened to this person. And there was a the long and short of it is that there was a, a Reddit user who was a a musician themselves and they wanted to cover some of Q Lazarus's work and just started to kind of throw tweets out in the world and they got a response after this this uh, Q Lazarus had not been heard from for a long time and all of a sudden this person pops up and says yeah I'm around uh, I'm actually a bus driver and I was going by a, the name Diane Lucky and the the thing that was kind of kind of fit was that when Q Lazarus had been discovered, she had actually been a taxi driver and played her demo uh, for the people producing Silence of the Lambs, and you know that made that you know long story short that was history right there. You know history right. So the demo was of this song. Her demo was this song. I believe so, and wow. and so. <clears throat> After falling into obscurity, turns out that uh, it had been confirmed, and I, I feel like confirmed is a little bit more concrete of a word that I want here because I feel like this still looks very mythological, but this person who was claiming to be Q Lazarus was apparently now a bus driver in Staten Island and had been for years. And so basically the long and short of it, Dan, is that... Uh, the uh, singer who sung the song that will always be synonymous with tucking it, she's okay. She's good. She's having a happy life out there. That's awesome. So the Silence of the Lambs uh, team, it sounds like they, you know, having this conversation with a taxi driver turned out well for them. Sure. And probably put a couple bucks in Q Lazarus's pocket. Have you ever gotten any cool things like that from riding in a taxi or riding in an uber i guess have you uh any good experiences for you no q lazarus wins this round for sure 
Mm. But you know that does give me that does get me thinking about what might be my best idea I've ever had, Dan. Well, let's hear think, it. That's a high bar to clear. Do you think? I, I don't know if the world is ready for this, Dan. I really don't. So, this whole, you know, we we uh, kind of pigeonholed that into this conversation, into this adult conversation, because of the uh, the tucking mechanism, right? I have a theory. I have a theory, Dan. And I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. Um, because this might be a public service. This might this might help everybody. This might this might change everything, Dan. So if you're Anthony Weiner or if you're Brett Favre, you know that D-picks, D-picks are problematic. Yes. Like can we all just as a community, as a whole, as as representatives of the, you know, the less fairer sex, D picks don't work out a lot, a, a lot, right, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I think the concept of uh, sending pictures of yourself, yes, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Yeah, girls, girls don't want D picks, but you know what, Dan? I think guys do. I think they might want tuck picks. I think we could. So you think that's like a good, uh, like a good happy medium? Yes, I do. <clears throat> I really do, Dan. It, like, if someone were to receive a tuck pick, that's completely different from a D pick. And I and I just okay. Let me say, let me ask this sure. question. Does that defeat the purpose? What's the purpose? You tell me. When someone sends those kind of pictures. Not the tuck pick, but the untucked pick. We'll call Look, it. Look, if you send the okay, like there's a purpose. Like if if hiding it away, why like why not just why, put on a pair of okay. shorts? Why, why is it that women wear low cut shirts that don't have everything completely revealed? Think about it, Dan. It's a, this oh, is an air. You're saying like the this uh, is an air of mystery, right? If you send oh. a if, okay, if you send a tuck pick, you're you're assuming very little, right? Like because. Because the person that you are sending this pic to may or may not be into your gender. So, like, if I send you a tuck pic, you're not committed. You're not committed to a gender here, you know? And, and, you're not, like, what if you're a guy who's not swinging the biggest bat? It's just like cleavage. It's just like a, a low-cut shirt. You know, you don't know what, what's what's going on there, but, like, you just know that's the general thing that's going on. Okay, so let me get this straight. Sure. You're comparing a gentleman sending a tuck pick yes. to a lady sent wearing maybe like a push-up bra or something. You know, it's... Like kind of, hey, you don't know really what's happening, but let's kind of forget about that. It, it's not the same make of car, but it's it's in the same category of car is what I'm saying, Dan. They're both coupes. I'm, look, <laughs> yeah. They're both sedans. Yeah. I... I'm just saying, I think the next time, guys, you consider sending a D-pick. Don't. Don't. Maybe consider a tuck pick. And and let's just see where the world goes after that. It can't get much worse than it already is. So, as I'd like to tell the people of 2018 that were complaining about Bigfoot <laughs> erotica. So, you know, maybe try out the tuck pick. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm going to be the humble... Uh, person to you know bring this as a possibility i'm not going to oversell it i'm just saying that it, it very well may change the world dan 
Well, I'll let you be the the crash ah, test dummy on this one. No, no, somebody else, <laughs> somebody else will have to have that. Uh... Tweet us. Tweet <laughs> at MS Talk. <laughs> Don't. Oh God. Let us hear from you on Twitter. Uh, just... Hey, Twitter has no rules as far as that goes. Twitter allows everything. Oh, you're uh Facebook, you're in... Instagram, Mark Zuckerberg. He'll shut you down. He says no tuck picks allowed. You're in charge. Twitter. You're in charge of the you got Twitter. Jack now. At Twitter. No, you, you got Dan. Jack Dorsey. He's like, hey, send over the tw- the the tuck picks. Uh, tag MS Tomahawks. Yes. Who ha Who ha We did a show. What can we say? Okay. Be sure to subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice. Become a tomahawk-seeking person by joining us on your social media platform of preference. And to hear more from the musicians featured on today's program, go to menseekingtomahawks.com. For Dan, I'm Jack. Jack, I'm Dan. And we're sorry. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ha <laughs>